Hello there. And welcome to the Force Discussions with Hope and Kevin. It's season two. Whoop de doo. We don't know what's gonna happen, but we know what's gonna happen. It's whoop de doo. Buffy too. She's not really happy, but no one cares to talk about it. <laughs> you never take the opportunity to rhyme. And it bothers me so much because you said do. And I was like, (gasps) I had to quickly pop in just to say that Kevin did, in fact, rhyme in his opening song. And I was just not listening to him at all. And then you didn't rhyme with do. And then you said, What's going to rhyme with do? You or even shoe or. No one wants to wear shoes or blue. Buffy wears heels all the time. She know her shoes. New. I mean, come on, man. Anyway, I yes. Act new. Not new shoes. What else did you say in your little song? I don't know. I don't listen to my... <laughs> you think I listen to me? What's, what's amazing is I know that sometimes, or most times, when you're saying, singing or saying something, you're just... It's literally developing as it's coming out of your mouth. That's correct, yes. So there's no way you could remember it because you never thought about it before it came out of your mouth. It just... Just You're out. implying a lot of logic of what I'm saying before I say it. Right, and there's it, not. It, it, it happens. But that was I, a very nice. Bad. That was a very nice song for, for for season two. How about you? Okay. Um, oh, that that would have been good. You should have exactly. done that. <laughs> I didn't want to step on your toes. I didn't want to. I step. my toes are neatly in a pillow. Uh, it, it's really good. They're I didn't want to. Overstep your intro. Also, I wanted to see where you're going to go with it. And I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, no. Remember, I am here for disappointment. No, you are the talent. I am the disappointing talent. Hair toss. (laughs) Hair toss. Hair toss. Toss toss. I don't have any hair to... It's no, more, you it's don't. It's more like comb down. I actually just cut your hair last I know you week. Did. It looks very nice yeah. still. But it's still like comb down hair. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down hair. Comb down hair. But I'm ch- I don't get it. It's a dad joke. You just said it. <laughs> I don't listen. We just discussed this. Okay, you don't listen to the words that come out of your mouth. Okay, great. So, I hope that you can tell we're talking about season two of Buffy's blah, blah, blah. Ah, Not as easy as you think. Season two, and it's brand new. Okay, it's brand new for us. Yeah, it's always good Um, to criticize me. Aftermath. Captain Hindsight. Yeah, he sucks. So... (laughs) This is episode one, and it is called When She Was Bad. And A.K.A. The Hell Mouth. Because <laughs> that's all it is. I told you, you got to get over it. I will never get over that. Just the way, like, I feel like. There's always, in, I, there's always a, every show has one thing that's just a constant. Will this help you get over some of the stuff? I know this is a stretch, but think about Buffy like a superhero. It's like a superhero show. It's, it's not based in reality. Okay, that doesn't help like, me because no, like you... Hellmouth is a physical place. That's like telling me that Superman's uh, powers come from Krypton. No, they don't. His weakness comes from Krypton. Okay, well then let's imagine that there's a place where, like, like anytime that he comes in contact with Krypton, what is it called? Krypton? Kryptonite. Kryptonite? I almost said Kryptonium. <laughs> Kryptonium nunums. It sounds like a Cheerios commercial. No, but like... We're going to have our new cereal. No, it sounds like a vitamin. Did you take your Kryptonium? Like, okay, anyway. Okay. Kryptonium 5. Kryptonite. 
Um, anytime he's around it, it hurts him. It, it weakens him. Well, the how mouth, any it is, it's an active thing. But I'm saying Superman's thing is literally that's what it does. It just weakens him. It's not, oh, this person got a third arm. Why? Because we're, we're near the hell mouth. Oh, no. This other person turned into a werewolf. Where we're at the hell mouth. What they're saying about the hell mouth in general it is, is that it is susceptible to mystical and magical energies because it is the mouth of hell. And even, and yes, evil things can come out of it. It's it's something about it, it's you gotta suspend really when I belief, go dude. to McDonald's reality you gotta I suspend do not, reality when I go to McDonald's I never see anyone on the outside of McDonald's having different things happen to them so much so like there's not like in Hellmouth there's werewolves there's there's every weird mystical thing that can possibly happen in a yeah. location that doesn't make like you can't have someone being magical and then the next day there's someone else who literally is a ghost you, on you, top of you gotta get over it I, I don't it, know it's, it's gonna be hard for me it's gonna be it's, hard it's I have their to excuse find, I have to find Listen, my TV like because comparison. we because Buffy doesn't exist as a superhero there's no folklore so the reason to explain why things are happening they have to just say it's the Hellmouth. <laughs> They chose it. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so this episode is called When She Was Bad. Buffy returns from summer vacation sporting an attitude and suffers from recurring nightmares involving the master. Meanwhile, the annoying, oh, excuse me, the anointed one and his, and his followers plot their revenge because she killed their beloved master. Yeah. I do like, I do like how it started out. It starts out with just them... Again, casually walking through the graveyard because yeah. Well, that's no, they're they're do. walking on the street that's next next to, to the graveyard, and they're eating ice cream and they're flirting. And Xander is a jerk. That's he's okay. Okay, oh, Buffy is not there. She's in L.A. with her dad right now. Um, at that moment, and she comes back very very shortly but Xander is flirting with Willow like hardcore like the way you would flirt with a girl if you really did like her and they almost kiss and then of course they separate and there's a vampire yeah which, which well, by the way this vampire creepfully came up like I know he's a vampire yeah. I know but I'm like if you're a vampire and you're out going to hunt to get food you wouldn't just he kind of just photobombed their kiss that's all he did. He just like poked his head and was like, by the way, I exist. <laughs> well, he also Ta-da. would have been successful if Buffy didn't show up. Yeah, kind of. But like he could have also just started biting one of their necks instead of like, remember, you got to see me first. I but, feel like that is the thing that all these vampires do. It's like you need to physically yes, see but listen, me first. You have to remember <laughs> some of them don't know who Buffy is and or they don't expect random people that they attack to have a slayer, like, you know, ready to help them out. Most people are completely helpless. So even if he didn't get them right away, trust me, he would have gotten them. All right. I can see that. Trust me. Like, it's kind of sad sometimes when vampires are like, 
like they'll be sarcastic. I think they've done an angel before. It's like, go ahead, go, 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 run, run, run. Yep, I'll follow. Like, don't worry, I'll catch up. Like, they almost make a game out of it. Like, don't worry, I'm gonna get you. I'm just saying, if I'm hungry, I ain't not gonna run after my food. I'm not gonna go like I'm gonna like if I had a burger on a table, I'm not gonna like go around and be like, hey, buddy, how you doing? Okay. You're well, hungry? luckily you're you're not a vampire, and burgers don't have legs and won't run away from you. Um, and play with your food. You don't have to. You don't have to worry about chasing after your food because you know. I'm just Uber Eats exists. So <laughs> what if it was? What if Sunnydale had an Uber Eats? But oh, it was for those, the vampires. No, no, well, here's the thing. This, that's exactly what vampires would do. They would place orders, wait for the Uber Eats person to get there. That's oh my god. That's exactly what they do in another episode. Oh really? They oh, okay. they order Chinese. Uh, uh. They order Chinese food, and then they, they, he goes, "Dinner's here," and they pull the guy in and uh -huh. eat the guy. So it's something they already do. They okay. would have. Oh my god. They would have taken advantage of that. Hard. You can only do that once to one place, though. Like you got, you only got so many of those. I know, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it is Sunnydale. It happens all the time. Well, only in Sunnydale because they don't care about anyone dying ever. No, or disappearing. So Buffy shows up in a miniskirt as per usual and kills the vampire. Um, and they say that it's the first one they've seen since the master was killed and Buffy left. Which kind of doesn't make much sense for me because. I know. That's a whole summer. That's at least eight weeks. At yeah, least. at the at the least. And I'm like, there's no slaying in L.A. either. Um, that's what she said. She didn't fight anything. So I think they thought, or maybe because the Hellmouth closed, there wasn't a lot of activity right away because the master was gone. I don't know. And then I, I when just, she came back, it stirred up. I just think that once they thought the Hellmouth was quote-unquote closed, they just had like a sign out front like, oh, we're closed for, we're closed for business. <laughs> we're closed for now. For now. And someone else just like. Till Buffy gets back. Get, Buffy gets back and just open the sign. And now we're open. <laughs> Flip it. And <laughs> open. We're um, good. She shows up in a new haircut. I actually like it. It's very nice. And uh, they talk about, well, Xander talks about them burying the master while Buffy was in L.A. And I kind of wonder, why wasn't she there? Because she was having trauma. Because no one in this show goes to therapy, ever. They have, no. they have a gallery, they have a bronze, they have a school. There's not one therapist in this whole place. And people who live in Sunnydale of all towns in America could use it could absolutely use therapists uh, which later in the show a few times we see school counselors that's as close as we get Count counselors yeah like guidance counselors that's it that's, that's it that's they they but the, what is that like maybe a, a quarter of an episode um one one or two one is in one episode. <laughs> okay, I like and that you need to think about somebody that. somebody we already know becomes a counselor for, like, just a hot minute. Alrighty. So, so counselors. But that's exist, it. There's no. There's no real help in Sunnydale. Like, there's if never, you, if your, if your family member or friend dies from anything demonic in Sunnydale, whoops, sorry, that's life. I, I know. In Sunnydale, the hospitals don't realize they're losing people. They're overrun, of, man. Because of barbecue forks and I don't know. <laughs> so Joyce and Hank uh, are. So we're back at Buffy's house. Buffy says goodbye to them. They're gonna they're gonna see each other at school. Hank 
Buffy's dad and Joyce are chatting in her bedroom, they're putting her fucking clothes away. I know. What kind of parents are these? She's 16. If I were 16, I'd be like, um, don't touch my suitcase. Don't worry about it. I, like, I will put my shit away. And also my parents would be like, I'm not putting your shit away. I don't know. Um, now, granted, I think a lot of it was new clothes, but like still, it's just it's weird to me that she wouldn't do it herself. Like, why why are they doing this? And uh, yeah, it was just like a weird little yeah. It was like a, a it was an awkward conversation where the dad admits, "I'm just buying her a lot of stuff to fill the hole that is my love." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Because they don't know she's a vampire slayer. They don't know that what traumatic death or a death that she had. Yep. So all they know is like, oh, she looks like she's going through something. Yeah, he says she's like. Talk to your damn kids. Well, I guess like, you know, like they're trying. Of course, she, what is she going to say? But he says something like, uh, when she, I knew what to say when she was burning things down. It was so much easier. Yes, no, don't do that. No. And now that she's quiet and she's not really talking to them. Them and she's being a little, not like depressed, but like just cold. They don't know what to say. Yeah. Uh, and of course, you can't say, well, the reason that she was burning her school down was because the gymnasium was filled with vampires, but whatever. Because they, they don't know. So at uh, school, we're back at school. Yeah. Uh, one of the two places that everybody is, either school or the bronze. I feel like any time in the show when they like finally get to a point, like, when they get to like, you know what? That's a really interesting thought. Scene change. Scene yeah. change. Immediate scene change. Which is not going to go too far. We don't want him to figure out some We don't boundaries. want you to be thinking too much. Yeah, don't have any thoughts. What I was thinking was, that one of the reasons I think they have them go to the bronze is because they have fe- so few locations right now. They And they can't, the show is long enough. Like, it, you can't have every scene exist in only like three different settings like there has to be more settings so unfortunately like the kids either are at school or at the bronze but at school Cordelia is like complaining about her hardship all summer she had to go to Europe like Italy but they didn't go where there were beaches um so she was miserable yeah um, her life is so hard yeah if I can go anywhere that's not a basement I'm pretty good I know uh Snyder is talking about how much he hates kids. Yeah, uh, he's like laying that on pre. Is he trying to like convince Giles that he doesn't like kids? Because I think he already knows, right? He's trying to like get him on his side or like, hey, we're, we're we agree on this, right? Like kids. Fuck oh, he his- thinks they're buddies. <laughs> yeah, I think this is oh my god, I never thought of that. I just thought like, what a jerk. Just he's trying talking no, about that. I think that he's, he's trying to make a friend. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Now that's funny. Yeah, exactly. That's, All right, yeah, that's exactly that is, is funny. He's trying to get him on his side uh, and be like, yeah, we're on the same page, right? About yeah, kids. kids are horrible. <clears throat> and he's just smack them around and whatever horrible things they have. Oh, jeez. Yeah, he talked about them like locusts and like, you know, I forget. He just says horrible things about kids. So Giles and Jenny are flirting right in front of Snyder or behind Snyder who's just talking away. And um, their flirting uh, is left to be desired. It's staring. It's 90 staring. Yeah. That's pretty much what it was. Because they don't Stalking, know. Stalking, if anything. They don't know what to say. And they're adults. And they're adults. So it's weird. Oh, it was uh, so painful to watch. Also, as a fan, the fans were still on a toss-up about how they felt about Jenny. 
I just think this this whole episode was just definitely written. I want to say, I mean, granted, the show is written for teenagers in yeah. the 90s. But I felt like in this episode especially, they were like, all right, so we have all these writers that, like to dra- that are right for teenagers, right? Yeah. All right, let's just get, fire them. Let's just some actual teenagers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they're full adults. No, we don't need them. We don't need us. We don't need adults here. Uh, so they, Giles and Jenny just walk away while Snyder is left talking to himself. Yeah, that was funny. And he just, he he almost looked like one of those, like, like the anti-hero, like having a speech to himself. Yeah. I'm going to save this city. These rotten, unregrettable, ungrateful kids kids and their horrible thing. I got, oh, no one's here. (laughs) Oh, no one's listening to me? Uh, so. Xander, uh, this is the first time he calls him G-Man. He calls Giles G-Man. He's like, oh, please don't ever call me that again. Um, and Buffy sees Giles for the first time, and it's, like, super awkward. Yeah, I don't know. It, I felt like, again, this is another, like, teenager scene where, like, mm-hmm. everyone's meeting each other again. D- really? Yeah. Did you not? Like, you guys buried the ma- – like, they said they buried the master together. Like, Except Buffy. Except Buffy. So, like, it's not like they didn't know. Did they do that and be like, and we will never speak no, of this again? Buffy is being weird no, to Giles. No, I know. But even that interaction between, like, um, uh, Willow and oh, Xander. When because they, they're in the middle of a hallway and they can't openly talk about Barry. Remember? They even say, like, hey, maybe you, um, if you use your diaphragm, you can get more volume. Cause Willow, oh, yeah, because they're talking about They're Willow, talking yeah. about it, like, in the middle of the hallway. Like, hey, remember those vampires no one, and but, demons we fought? But to be fair, no one cares. No one cares. No. The kids don't care. The adults don't care. The adults aren't even there. Mm. Just it? Snyder. Just Snyder. That's the adults we got. So and anyone else dies, so it's they, okay. They talk about how the even though the Hellmouth is closed, it is always active. So that's they're covered. The, listen, they're covering that the tracks. Is the opposite of what open and closed mean. <laughs> no, it, it it means that nothing is coming out of it. Nothing can come out of it. But there's still mystical and, you know, evil energy underneath it. you got to stop this crusade of me accepting the Hellmouth right okay. now. Okay. Well, this then, not, then you... This is the okay. Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi is still well, on, then you but need, the cafe is closed. Then you need That's to stop. Um, then don't bring it up. Okay. I didn't. So, you did. <laughs> okay. Well, this time I did, but you brought up all the other times. Uh, there are... Oh, Buffy is going to class, but Giles is like, hey, I know you just got back, but, like, if you want to... Uh, train after school, uh, maybe tomorrow. She's like, no, I can do it today. I'll see you after school. And he's like, if it's too soon, she's like, nope, it's fine. And then she like kind of Tra- goes crazy. She goes on a training montage. like it's In a the library. Yeah, I know. Which she's jumping over bookcases and stuff, railings, and then she's punching up. You know what the most convenient part of the show is besides? The fact that no one goes in the library? Is that? Nobody goes in the library. That is how, a horrible message to give to children. How can no shit? But how convenient for Buffy and the gang? They can always research out in the open and clean their weapons and train and cage things because apparently they have a cage. They not only cage weapons. Eventually, they cage animals. And because you gotta remember, it's a, the school is above the hell mouth. Well, yeah. So Buffy like kicks there's this giant wooden cross and she basically kicks it and breaks the mast <laughs> and break kicks it over and Giles is like something's wrong and I she's like I'm gonna be ready that. if they if they come whatever they throw at me I'll be ready so she's all paranoid about having to face something bigger than the master I don't know I don't care 
<laughs> I, I really, I, this is the part of the, sh- the show that I stopped caring why she was in pain. Yeah. I, because I mean, she, the rest of this is her, I'm going to be a pain to my friends. I'm going to be a pain to my, you know, Giles and my parents. And then I'm just going to be, then there's an angel scene later. And she yeah, does the same she's thing. A bitch to yeah. angel. Wicked bitch. She's just a pain in the butt. This is when I was like, all right, wrap this up, guys. We got this was it's, 10 minutes of you being a pain in the ass. It's so. only this episode. Like, she gets over her, sh- her shit. But the annoying one is uh, being worshipped by vamp vampires. But he, he did, this kid did gather a group of vampires to, like, work for him. He networked. How the fuck did he do that? I don't know. Well, hey, again, because he's, you know, not an adult. He actually could do things because he's a kid. I, I guess, uh, that doesn't make any sense. But they keep saying, like, Giles even says later, like, he's he's special. Like, he has more power. He has power over the others. I'm like, how? No, what I'm saying is that anyone who's an adult, mm-hmm. they never accomplish anything. So if you're, unless you're a vampire, you really aren't doing much. But if you're a kid or a teenager, you have more time to get a lot of stuff done than anyone else. Well, yeah. But how? He has no, like, if he's a little kid. No, that's the best part. They don't tell you nor care. Okay. This is your hell mouth. Anyway. So Buffy is having a dream, and we don't know it's a dream at first, but she is at school in the lounge, and Buffy and Xander are there, and they're just chatting, and then Giles shows up, and then Giles is like, oh, I can kill you again, and then he starts to choke her. She takes off a mask, and it's the the master. master. But also the funnier bar was a. Like the two friends, Willow and Xander, just like hanging out, having an that's apple. That's why it's a dream because they're just sitting there chilling. Yeah, and then that makes that's what makes it a dream. I guess, but they're just weird. No, because that they wouldn't do that in real life. In real life, they'd be like, "Oh my god, what's going on?" Like they wouldn't just sit there and yeah, like true. keep eating their food. I mean, maybe Xander would, but Willow wouldn't. Well, uh, it's just an apple. I don't think anyone would like. I think if you're eating an apple, you're gonna stop what you're doing to see yeah. something. If it was a burger, maybe. So the next scene, Angel is watching Buffy sleep. Yeah. Like legit. Like she she wakes up from the nightmare and there's Angel. Yep. Mr. Creepy. Mr. Creepy. I'll give him credit though. Didn't look off camera. But like (laughs) that. She's 17. Um, I'm going to go with that it's the Hellmouth. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to flip okay. this. I'm okay. going to flip this. If you want to use it, that's fine. <laughs> I will always accept it as an excuse. But he is kind of there with a message, but his message kind of sucks because he doesn't really have a lot of information. He's like, the annoying one, uh, the anointed one is mm-hmm. gathering vampires. Why? I don't know. Well, fucking where, come where, back when you have more Where are they gathering these vampires? I, I don't, don't know. know. Oh, I think. No, wait. Did he know it was at the bronze? Because where else would it be? No, no. Remember, no. That wasn't at the bronze this time. They, they, they used that for. We'll get. I'll get back to you. Where at the bronze? Where are we gonna hang out and figure out our plan? The bronze. The bronze. Where are we gonna have a drink? Apparently, bronze. still the bronze. They they have everything. Haircuts, including um, fumigation. Shopping. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Never got. So. In the next day, the next morning, Joyce is trying to connect with Buffy in the car ride to school, and uh, it's not going well. She, Buffy basically is like, no, I'm not going to talk to you. Yeah, uh, I do like that she's like, if I, if I even asked, how are you feeling? Like, uh, would you, doing? Tell, would you me? tell me? She just ignores her. She just stares at her. 
<laughs> she just stares her out. It's like, awful. Like, like cold. I want to. Uh, oh, I, could, I, 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 if I was silent in the car to my parents drop me off, granted, they wouldn't. They weren't listening to you anyway. But let's say they. <laughs> I am a middle child. There's let's no say way they, they're listening. Let's say they actually did ask you a question and you didn't answer them. Oh, I, I would. Car would slapped. stop. The car, yeah, the would, car stop. would stop. Like, Excuse me. I, I asked you a question. question. Like, uh, yeah. This is it's a blue. very. This is a very Gen X mom who's like, whatever. Actually, that's not true. Because she's a, definitely a boomer. But, um, so the bronze Willow's like, there's a band. Um, it's playing at the bronze do you want to go and it, the band is called Chibomato which was they were big in the late 90s it's like an indie band um, and does Buffy like is this when she insults Cordelia in, the, in school uh, yeah because Cordelia comes up and like starts talking about vampires like mm-hmm. can we slay this weekend like yeah, no, calm down and then Cordelia didn't go try, she, oh, she tried to call him the um the th- she was called the oh, three, three musketeers. musketeers. He's like, like that's what? actually not an insult. He's mm. like, well, I'll work out better. And it's like three stooges would have been better. I'm like okay, and then she just says something about Cornelia and walks out and says, now that's a burn. Oh, because she said, um, don't worry, like I won't tell anyone your slayer, your secret's safe with me. And she's like, great. Um, you won't tell anyone that I'm a slayer, and I won't tell anyone that you're a moron. And then she yeah, walks away. That's what it is. And they're like, whoa, that was kind of bitchy. And even Cordelia was like, yeah. So. At the bronze, um, a lot of stuff happens. Oh god! So, she does so many bitchy things in a <sighs> row that it's like you need a tally on the side of the screen at this oh, point. Oh, that we kind of missed it, but that scene with Angel, she was a wicked bitch to him. Okay, yeah. she like basically just. Oh, I'm just saying. She the was tally, the whole time. So the, now we're at the bronze, and Angel does show up, and she's already up to like 15 on bitchy moments. So and she's like, kind of. She gives him a couple of eyes. Oh, yeah, that's later. She gives him a couple of eyes, and then because that's she, what she did in the 90s. That, it's just all eye acting, obviously. And so then she goes to Willow and Xander, and she asks Xander. Uh, oh, she tells Angel she's moving on to the living. Yeah, because he and says, she goes are you again. mad? Are you mad about us? Are you mad about whatever? And he's like, no, I'm not mad. There's no us. Mm-hmm. There is no things. Mm-hmm. There is no better eye acting than anyone else. Mm. <laughs> and so then she goes and dances with Xander to make him jealous. And it's kind of like a sexy, like, she's definitely trying to give him a boner. No, and she didn't try. She, she did. did. And, she definitely um, did do that. Yeah, and she's doing it to make Angel jealous. She doesn't actually like even, Xander. Even Xander's like, this is wrong, but it's happening. Yeah, he's also a little skeptical because he realizes this is so out of character. Maybe this isn't real. She also told him in the last season, I just want to be friends. Yeah. He didn't take it well. So like, in a row, she insults Willow a little bit. No, sorry, she insults uh, Angel. Then she goes and dan- she talks to them for a minute, and I feel like she insulted Willow. Then gets Xander, and then she goes. Then she just walks off and goes outside. So Cordelia confronts her. She goes and follows her, and she's basically like, "You're being like me. Like you're being a bitch. What is going on? Like get over yourself." Mm. And uh, Buffy's basically like, "Fuck off." Yeah, and she just walks away. Which I got a little mad at the scene because immediately after she walks away. A vampire grabs Cordelia. Yeah, I thought she had, like, vampire sense, so I'm thinking spidey sense. That stuff's always on. Well. And you said, oh, she's dealing with a lot right now, and I was like, that. I'll say this. She is off her game, and also, she isn't taking being a slayer 
as serious as she needs to take it yet. Because there is training to do as a slayer, like always being aware and things like that. And right now she's not. So she, what I like about the show is like, she's not a perfect slayer. She's not a good, good slayer at the start. She gets better. She's also 17. I, I, I feel like in the show, 17 is like 20. I know, (laughs) but I, I know, I know what you mean, but she, no, her spidey sense was turned off. Yeah, and definitely the Wi-Fi has been turned off. But you'll see, no like I said, you'll see when she's, like, in future seasons, how much of a better slayer she becomes. The annoying one has dug up the master's bones. Yep. Buffy leaves the bronze and goes on a walk, and she walks by the cemetery, and she discovers it. Yeah. So then she has to go to Giles. And the funny part is you actually pointed out the next scene is a complete continuity um, issue. Okay, so... Okay, the scene where she's, like, in the car driving to school with her mom, she's wearing a certain tank top. And then when we actually cut to school, she's in a completely different outfit. Oh, and her hair was up in the car, and now her hair's down. Then, another scene later, she shows up in the tank top she was wearing, and her hair is up. But earlier, and it's supposed to be the same day, she was in a different outfit. And I was like... So I think what they did was, when they filmed, the, obviously, her in the car with her mom, that scene was supposed to be connected with, I think it's the scene that's coming up, and it wasn't. It was, I think the, the editor fucked up again, basically, like they did with the bronze and fumigation the, sign. But the, the conversation was that they were trying to figure out, like, oh, well, why would they dig up the master's bones? And it's like, well, I guess they tried to revive him. Giles said that. Way too casually. Way too casually. Like, and well, Buffy's like, like uh, thanks for the heads you know up. What? This was the one time I was like, you know what, Buffy? Your your tally on the side of the screen is already at 38 for being a complete pain in the butt. You know what? Got not, minus one on that one. That's on Giles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but you're right. Yeah, this is the scene that she, sh- that she was wearing that shirt in. And I was like, wait a minute. She was in a different top. Anyway. They think Buffy's possessed because she, like Xander and Willow, they're like, she's possessed. She's being a bitch. And also, they're like, she's attracted to Xander. So obviously, that's a telltale tie- sign that she is possessed. I like how Xander was like, isn't it obvious that she could actually just like me? And they're like, they yeah. all have a second of like, so she's possessed. Also, well, yeah. And also, Buffy yells at Willow. Like, she says, this is like, stay out of Slayer business or whatever. And I'm like, mm. whoa, fuck you. You don't yell bit. at the man in the chair. You well, yeah. Like yeah. Uh, hey, if you need any more lists of dead kids, don't ask Willow. Missing Sorry, and, and dead, dead kids. Because Willow can get that in about an hour, apparently, if she just goes on the computer. And in the future, you should see her uh, computer hacking skills. They are, like, top-notch. Hacking? Oh, yeah, it was the 90s. Everyone yeah, it was hacked. the 90s. I, that's, everyone that's everyone, everyone who was the man in the chair could, like, oh, I, I don't know about this system, but let me hit the keyboard a couple of times, and oh, you know what? I got into the mainframe. So they are researching how to, they would revive the master, and they're in the library, and a rock is thrown through the window with Cordelia's necklace around it. And it says something like, they, they threaten them, and then it's like, or we'll make her... A meal? Yeah. And Xander goes, they're going to make her dinner? And he's like, uh, <laughs> pretend I like, didn't just say that. Yeah. Um, it was just perfect the way he said it. Uh, so, sh- oh, come to the bronze or whatever. That's yep, what it is. Come to the, the bronze. bronze. The bronze. Um, and uh, Buffy's like, okay, I got to go. 
Also, they figured out Miss Calendar is probably there. Oh, she's been missing for a whole day. Yeah. No one said that. I do like that the whole group is like, oh, Miss Calendar has to be there too. Well, okay, so here's the thing. And I've, one no, thing, no shock. One thing I forgot to mention when Cordelia was knocked out in the neck, in the taken, in the next scene, she wakes up and Miss Calendar has also been taken. But how did they know that? Only the audience knows that. Well, even better, it's been like at least 24 hours. Exactly. The, they had school. She did not show so up for Cordel- school. I mean, they wouldn't give a shit about Cordelia being gone because they'd be like, oh, maybe she just skipped school today or whatever or had a sick day. But Miss Calendar is not there. No one's asking. Oh, anyway. And she didn't call in. Anyway, so Willow is trying to s- explain to Buffy, this is a trap. Don't go to the bronze alone or don't go. Um, it's probably bullshit. And she's like, well, I have to save, you know, Cordelia, Cordelia, whatever. Um, and I was like, oh, my God, it's the Scooby gang's first fight because it actually is like, yeah. I have to say, I was when I was watching season one, I was like, wow. They never fought. Like, I was thinking, I was like, Scooby Gang never fought. They fight a lot on the show, like, throughout the series. Like, their relationship gets deep and heated. And this was the first fight. And I was, I mean, really Willow a, was right. Was it really a fight? It was just like, it's well, a trap. Well, I, sorry, it's not a trap. It was an argument. Because yeah. what I mean is, it wasn't, okay, we're just going to do what you say. Or, yeah, we're on the same page. Oh, it was, yeah. she even says to her, uh, are you stupid? She says, Willow says something like, are you stupid? Like, um, read the room, read the thing. Like it, it's basically PS. It's a trap. Um, so she basically like tells her she's being stupid and it's dangerous and blah, blah, blah. Um, so Buffy is like, fuck you. And goes to the bronze and Angel's stalking her again. As always. Yeah. Cause Angel just does that. You know, he just likes it's to stalk. Like- only this young woman. You would think his his curse, he was cursed with a soul, was you also must stalk the Slayer. That's, that's, <laughs> that's part a fine, of it. That's a fine print. That's a fine print that was on there. We're going to curse you. And just by the way, there's some side effects. <laughs> um, but only the Slayer that comes about um, in the late 90s in California. And uh, just, uh, let's just make sure to go all through the fine print. And uh, this is going to be one of those, like, medical commercials that, like, they tell you kind of what it does in the beginning. And then, like, the rest of this is just, like, side effects that you can have. May cause brain cancer. <laughs> May only want to live in basements. <laughs> May also stalk only one girl and apparently not get told you can't go into their house. Allergic to sunlight. Okay. <laughs> so uh, they are being very passive-aggressive flirty. Like, you can tell she obviously still likes him, but... She's just being a fucking bitch. Like, she just is. And she's like, fight me. What? Yeah, she tells him, go ahead. Who would, who would win in a fight? Me or you? And he's like, I think you got other things going on. No and she's shit. like, she kind of like looked at him like, yeah, I do. But she, like, unfortunately, I'm mad at you yes. were the one that came up with that idea. She's like, God damn it. I do have to go save my friends. <laughs> but when this is over, yeah. man. <laughs> I don't know why she wants. I don't know why she wants. You know to what? I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. We we gotta sell this. Where at the bronze? <laughs> <laughs> that's the only locations we got in this town. It's the bronze. Oh, the alleyway to the bronze. The school and yard, one hallway in the school. The, the, the hallway in the school. Oh, and Buffy's. You know house. what? The Buffy's house. You're right. It. Yeah. We haven't seen Giles' apartment yet, and anybody else's. Giles has an apartment. He does. Oh yeah. Oh my god. It becomes prominent post uh, season three. So, there. it is a trap. There's only one vampire there. She's wearing Cordelia's coat, and it looks like she's crying. You know, you can only see her back. And 
Buffy's like, that's not Cordelia. And she's like, hey, and she turns around and she laughs. And so then they realize, like, oh, shit, Willow is right. It is a trap. So Buffy runs back to the library. Anytime you want to continue. Oh, sorry. I, I thought you were going to continue on with that. She runs back to the library, and the entire library is all beat up. Oh. And, like, destroyed. They push around stuff. And Xander's still there. Oh, yeah. Bloodied. I forgot. But that's okay. Yeah, because he was left behind. They took, they took Giles and Willow. Yeah. Um, because they were closest physically to the master when he died, which is such fucking bullshit. Because, because why? Because Buffy was on the roof? So stupid. I don't get any of but, it. I forgot the scene before it, Giles and Willow and Xander also figure out it's a fucking trap because they're surrounded by vampires. Yeah, but also, who makes these rules? What do you mean? These oh, books and these the, prophecies, I swear to God. Uh, the codex, I don't know. Who's writing this stuff? Who's in a book going like, you know what, to resurrect someone who's Whoever just the writer bones. of the episode is, that's who wrote the book. Yeah. So, what, 3 a.m., drinking a bunch of Jack, <laughs> and he's like, you know what, we're going to make this book be a resurrection book. So, wait a minute, then where was Xander when the master died? At the Hellmouth, probably. <laughs> or the bronze. Oh, excuse me. I don't remember because Will, uh, Buffy, no, oh, 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 they were down. They were watching <laughs> the stairs because Xander was going to be so important if some vampires ran up the stairs. All of his, you know, hand-to-hand combat skills are going to come in handy when Xander's up against a vampire. It's almost like she was like, stay here and make sure no one gets gets up these stairs. Well, and, we are- and Xander's like, right. And he's like, well, I wasn't only talking to you, Xander. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's more an angel, but you know what? Stay here, too. Uh, we said that last time. So, Buffy, this is what I called it. She she tortures a vampire. She basically, you know, like waterboarding? She basically crossboards her. So, she takes, yeah, she takes a, the, the a cross, cross yeah. off her neck and puts it in the vampire's mouth and closes her hand over her mouth. Yeah, because now... The vampires did a switcheroo. She's this this vampire was pretty much the only one that was bait for them. And then, yeah, so they go back to the bronze, and so she can get the information because they brought them to like some warehouse. That's not the bronze. The only other warehouse in Sunnydale. Yeah, it, you know what? I'm just glad they're in a different location. Yeah, they are. They are in a different location. Just glad they have finally you know branched out from the bronze locations. And she caves, and Angel, Xander, and Buffy go to this warehouse where the vampires are. And all of their friends are hanging upside down from, like, this chain rafter thing. Yeah. Um, that was, that was, with with the like mask. Cattle. Yes. Yeah. Like, like uh, slabs of meat hanging. Yeah. And the master's bones are on a table right below them. And you commented. It's the same skeleton. They didn't save anything. It's the same one from, like, episode two. Well, see, I don't know. Okay. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. All right. Maybe, uh-huh. they, maybe they tanned it a little bit. Like, okay. It did. Here's the thing. I think from the overhead point of view, it's that white basic, like, same skeleton. But later, when when Buffy does things to the skeleton, it is a different skeleton. Oh, I agree with you because okay. I wanted to save that other skeleton for other for another scenes. episode. Another but scene. Remember maybe. you said about Giles' hand? I kept, kept hitting the because everyone's everyone's he's really so is, tall. is hanging out, but he's so tall that his hands are inside the skeleton. Like, he's like brushing. in his rib, and he's like just brush, he's trying to brush his hand away from the rib cage, but it keeps just hitting the other bones. And I'm like, it was Dude, really just come on. It was really quick. No, he really wasn't trying to move his hand, but it just like it kept hitting the rib, the hitting the bones as it passed by, because he's so tall, and everybody else isn't that tall. So clearly, they didn't, they didn't think about that again. Whoever the set 
No, that would be the stunt coordinator. That was a st- or whatever. Stunt. I don't care. It was just funny that he's just like, I'll just move my hand. I'm just gonna bit. move my hand over here. Uh, so Angel and Xander go to take everybody off the hanging rack thing, and Buffy fights and says she's gonna kill all of the vampires. Yeah. Well, because they said distract them while we get them uh, off there, and she just goes distract. She's like, how are you gonna do that? Is that gonna I'm gonna kill, kill them, them all. <laughs> uh, so. She does this, and then one of the last one of the last vampires is like has a mallet, and he's all pissed off, and he's coming at her, and she picks up like this. It's a wooden staff with fire, like a torch on the top, and she breaks the wooden part, shoves the fire into the vampire running towards her with the mallet, and the wooden spiky end into the other vampire coming from the other side. Yeah, I will say the 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 vampire who had the sledgehammer and he was preaching the every time yeah. the other one was there he was like he was definitely like i'm a preacher yeah so i was like oh you're gonna be lit on fire like as soon as i saw him like you're gonna be lit on fire at some point but i am a little disappointed at the fire part because it was like four seconds the entire vampire has been like the fire touched him he went i'm on fire and he just went to dust heck there was a scene in the yeah. there was the first scene in the in this episode that she went to go like, no, wait, is it not? No, in this scene, in this scene when she first gets out there and she's like killing the vampires, she has no stake in her hand. She just punched us a, a vampire and it went to dust. Yeah, that was, was like weird. The hell! It looked like she punched him to dust. But she it keeps was... getting like martial arty, you know, like hands up against her chest, like oh, I just did that. And I'm like, where's the stake? That. That's literally the only way you turn into dust. But apparently also you can light someone on fire and they turn to dust too. Like that. Well, the I explained the fire. The fire CG was really fast. Like he just gets lit on fire and then he's gone. They probably just didn't have the money. They don't have a lot of... They're using the same skeleton for two seasons. Right. The CG gets better. It really, really does. They end up using a lot by the end of the series. But um, so Buffy is, kills all the vampires and then the bo- bones are still there. So she takes the mallet and smashes them, smashes the bones. Yeah, yeah that was a therapy moment. Yeah. This is a different skeleton. It has to be. Yeah, it was. It was actually it looked like it looked more it real. Looked, it looked it looked very much real. It also looked. Like the regular skeleton we've seen is like really like palely white, and mm-hmm. this one looked really kind of like yellowy. Yeah. So yeah, I aged, could definitely, yeah. I would definitely say they finally spread up some money. <laughs> well, and you just said um, she was uh, a therapy moment, and Xander's like, I think she's working through some things, something like that. Yeah. And then she cries into Angel's chest. I'm you not sure what? why. I though. don't know why she's okay with. Just crying in the arms of her stalker, but oh she's God. just she she's actually in love with her stalker. Right? Is who's the stalker at this point? Angel. Yeah, you're right. He was in the bedroom. Uh, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't. She doesn't go into his room like hi. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's still the stalker. Her. He's still the stalker. She's just accepting the the, I guess the attention. Yeah, yeah. she likes it. So. Creepy. Cordelia, the next day, sorry, the next yep. day. They all have hard cuts in this, in this yeah, episode, Yeah, like, too. let's cry, kill the master, cry, next day. 
Cordelia yeah. is complaining to Jenny Calendar, Miss Calendar, about stains on her shirt. That's the worst part. About being abducted by about, vampires. Yeah, about this whole ordeal was that she can't get the blood and rust out of her clothes. Yeah, that actually is on point for her. Well, though. yeah, that's Cordelia. Yeah. I love it. Um, Buffy is dressing more modestly. Yeah, she has this weird. At first, I thought it was the exact same skirt that it's she was not. wearing in the beginning, but you were telling me that it's not. And it's longer. And I know she has this weird. She has this a white top, but she has like this um, sweater. But it, clearly, you can see that the like it's one of those things like you see at a country club, like the it's wrapped on. around her shoulders. Yeah, and then, and it, then it looks it's like it's pinned. It looks like it's pinned in the front because it does not move an inch. Nope. And I was just going like, huh, that's different. Yeah. Of all, like, she's been, I'll give her credit also, this is, other than the pink, it's finally a different color. Yeah. Uh, it was either pink or black was pretty much yeah, the two colors. Yeah, this was like a pale today. blue or something. Or no, green. Pale green. I can't remember. So, um. Yeah, yeah. The, I have that, sorry. She's going to class and she's nervous. She's telling Giles, like, oh my God, are they going to, are Willow and Xander going to still be mad at me? Yeah, because your counter for being a pain in the butt was, uh. Really high. She almost got them killed. Yeah, yeah. Because Xander, when he was found in the library, had said, if you had worked with us for just a few minutes, you would have realized it was a trap and she would have stayed there and could have prevented them from even being captured and then, you know, beat up those vampires who came for them for information or followed them and got Cordelia and Miss Calendar back. And they would have been way farther away from completing the ritual and then she could have Toasted all those vampires and maybe even killed the fucking annoying one. No, you know what? Uh. To be fair, I don't think either way it wouldn't have mattered. Only for the fact that um, it was clearly a thought out trap. Yeah. Where in the last season, almost every trap was like, you didn't do exactly the trap I wanted? I'm shocked. <laughs> this one, I felt like they're like, all right, maybe they are waiting outside to see her actually leave. And yeah. then they were like, all right, now we're going to school. Maybe. And oh, they, you know what? Maybe. They were probably doing that. You're right. That way, when they know she's physically gone, maybe they actually use cell phones and, like, the girl inside the place is like, all right, she's outside. Go for it. I'm going to pretend to be someone else by not looking like anyone else she knows. (laughs) So they save her a seat in class and they sit down and they just kind of start talking like everything's fine. Yeah. They're not mad. awesome. And ha ha ha, everything's fine. And they're like, "Are you gonna bronze it? Are we bronzing it?" Oh my they, god! That's so they made the it into math, a verb. The math doesn't make sense. Are they, we bronzing it tonight? I hope not. And but, I uh, go, "Why was the bronze open for setting a trap for Cordel- for uh, sorry for Buffy last night?" In that same scene, they admit it's Wednesday, which means the last two days was Monday school. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday, and then Tuesday, which means that the bronze is open on. Monday and Tuesday. What club oh my is God, open they on went Monday to and Tuesday? Chibo Motto. Yeah. What club has a, a headliner on a Monday? Oh, my. I don't know. Even if it wasn't a Monday, it was definitely, like, early in the week. And why? But And so why was it open, like, one of the earlier days in the week? And then the next day, it's closed. Oh, maybe the vampires just took over the bron- I don't know. But why would all the humans go? 
God. The gallery. This, make it, no, no, you can't use the gallery on this one. That's you my can't. home off. You cannot use the gallery. If they were at the gallery, I would have given you that. But they're uh, not the gallery. They're at the bronze. The only thing that doesn't, the, the thing that bothers me the most about this is the bronze and their operating hours. And people's ability to use the bronze at any fucking time that they want. Like, there are times where they go there at, like, 2 in the morning. Yes. What? Because the How did you get in? says it's there. That's what it is. It's like, we should really go back um, to the bronze. I feel like the first season and the second season, they're just like, we're running out of ideas of where we can have settings. Um, yeah, the next scene says that we're at the bronze. How do we get there? Um, Hard yeah, cut. It's, it's written in the script. So we're... <laughs> Hard cut. Why, why are why are we there? It's written in the script. Yeah. Hard everything. Cut. Everything is hard cut and to the bronze or hard cut. It's morning. Hard cut. Listen. It's the next day. Every literally every episode of Buffy, once they're done like killing the bad guy or having the big fight or blah 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 blah, especially if it's not like a cliffhanger, uh, obviously, it it's resolution cut the next day. <laughs> always. Always. <laughs> it's never here. It I swear happens. to God, so far, that has, been, except for the first episode, which was a cliffhanger, which started right away into the next one, every single episode has been like, fight, 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 murder, 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 or whatever you got to do. Oh, good job. Cut. Next day at school, next day at the bronze, the end. I will say, though, in the last one that we were, where we started the last time on the, like, the first or second episode, I think I said that, Awkward clothing was the means for, um, like, but see, someone else being added into the show. Now I feel like they didn't have any money left, so they're just like, anyone just wearing whatever the hell they want. So that theory is now dead. Well, My so- new theory is ev- uh, that everything is hard cut because they could not figure out what to do okay, next. Well, this episode did not, this surrounded the, the gang itself, the Scooby gang. So there was no external person in this episode that it was focused on. Not even Cordelia. She's technically part of the game. Do you feel that, though, that theory I had from the first season? Is that you think it's going to carry over? Yes, but it's extremely sporadic. Because I can think of another episode. It's either in season two, possibly season three, where there's a character that's introduced, and he's just like a one-off, but he wears wears orange. Like, he's very... Oh, you know what? My theory technically was that if you're wearing awkward clothing... You either die, you die. You either die... Or, like, the episode is about you. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Like, they make it purposeful. Like, we're going to kind of make this character stick out a little bit so you know, like, they're important to this episode. So what about the preacher vampire? Kind of. Yeah, because he was in a very different outfit than... All the other vampires were very modern clothing, like 90s clothing. And truck... But, like, 90s clothing. He is in a white... Buttoned up shirt all the way, all the way up to the collar with no tie. And like a vest. A vest. And it was like, it was some, something else around his neck. It wasn't a tie that was like a. Bolo, like maybe. Something like that. Something like, like that. Or like an emblem or neck. I don't know. But it, he did stand out in his clothes. So, you know what? My theory stays. I know. Cause I was trying to think, is there anybody? Yeah, but it. Oh I, I'll give it the pass for this episode. Cause like I said, this was about the Scooby gang. To- the vampire in the beginning. He was wearing like a red like suit jacket. Which vampire? The the first one that was attacked Xander and uh, Willow in the uh, graveyard. He was wearing like a red like No, that's jacket. black. 
Oh, that was black. No, that was black. Oh, man. Oh, um, so close. I was trying to think. Um, I'm just going to take a quick peek at the next episode. And if I can remember if this episode holds true. Oh, it's going to be um, one of those. Probably. I'd have to watch it. But, yeah, probably. when Because it's another one-off episode. But So this episode, uh, at the very end, the annoying one is in the factory alone he kind of got hidden like they they made him hide so that Buffy couldn't kill him and she was the only vampire she didn't kill and he comes out and she, he finds like the bones are ground up and he goes I hate that girl and I wrote I fucking hate this kid <laughs> his acting it's so it's it's left to be desired and it makes me mad because like I said the kid who played Billy I think it would have been a much oh, better that, anointing. That, that, the the dream kid from yeah. season one, yeah. I could see him being a being creepy. But but here's the thing: they there's nothing to this kid. That's why it's annoying. Like he's there's nothing to him. Fucking give him at least the master is witty and sarcastic and whatever. And like Darla's little, was a little bit crazy. Like fucking give this kid something. He's just like I hate that girl. Ba ba ba. Like he's like fucking robot. So anyway, I can't wait for this fucking kid to die. Spoiler alert. Spoiler, spoiler alert. Is it soon? <laughs> um, it does. It is in this season. And okay. I mean. It, like, did they figure out they had nothing else they could do with this kid? I mean, granted, yeah, they no. didn't have anything to do with it anyways. Like, I've, I'm, I swear when we get to that trivia, because we haven't gotten into it yet. Um, and I don't have any trivia for this one. <gasps> no, I mean, I can pull no. something up. No, like, you don't have really, to. It's okay. Like, really, it's fine. Really, I think really, everyone's okay with that. You don't have to do really, that. Really, 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 really fast. No, you don't. You know, there's nothing you need to know. Like, Are you da, sure? Da, 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 okay, da, one da, really, really, really quick thing. Ready? It's really quick. It's only one sentence. Okay, hold on. Wait, ready? Hope's totally unnecessary. Trivia. Okay, so this little bit of trivia. David Boreanaz, who plays Angel, played the master in the non-flashback footage. So, in the dream, where Buffy dreams that Giles is strangling her, and then she takes off the Giles mask, and it's the master, it was actually David Boreanaz. And... The only reason you could tell is because he looked off screen to the left. <laughs> You're gonna fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> and not the right. Oh, he changed tactics for season two. That's beautiful. Aren't you glad I said my little trivia now? That was so pretty. That was yeah. awesome. Okay, so yeah, that's my little trivia. But um, yeah, the next episode, the next few episodes. Or, the next one's okay, but the one after that. <laughs> <laughs> this is another one of those episodes where hopes could go, you're not really. You're not Only because it's a one-off. And you know what? You might like it. It's a little Frankenstein-y. You might like it, actually. I, I like my Frankenstein. You actually might. The one after that is very, very good. Um, so we're going to continue with season two. It's one of my favorite seasons. Um, I'm going to warn you, there is some angsty teenagery shit uh, but then it gets pretty dark, so you might like that because it gets it gets dark. The, the whole show is angsty teenager shit. No, but I mean like it gets like murdery. Every episode has a murder in it, multiple murders. Yeah, it's something yeah. Because <laughs> we're on the Hellmouth. Da 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 da. I feel like they should have that in every episode. I think every time someone mentions a Hellmouth, yes. Looney Tunes song should be playing. Dun, 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 I mean, I have to say, Giles does bring it up like right away in this episode when they're talking about 
I think the master talking about something. Oh, the well, the how mouth is closed. He's like, yes, but it's not gone. And you're like, God damn it! If I close an ice cream store, <laughs> that doesn't mean they still have ice cream inside. Yes, it does. Of course, there's ice cream still. I inside. mean, if it's closed, I mean, you've closed the store. But there's still. The, that's the a great analogy. Is gone. There's still ice cream inside. No, that's what a little kid thinks of. Like, if the ice cream store is closed. Okay, imagine this. There's an ice cream store and it's Out closed. of business. I'm talking about out of business stuff. Oh. Like, we closed down this oh, building. Oh, yes. Okay, I understand. Yes, if, if yes, I see what you're saying. Like, no one's going back there going like, oh, like, is it open tomorrow? Like, like no. <laughs> like, Benny's is closed, right? Like, exactly. Like, the store is closed, closed. Um, then, yeah, then it should... I guess, think about it this way. The store is closed, <laughs> right? Abandoned. Yes. But there's still merchandise inside, and it's evil. That's how you have to... What? <laughs> and it's going to get out and kill everybody. You're just as bad as Giles. It's the Hellmouth. We're on the Hellmouth. I mean, I just... It's the Hellmouth. Oh, I kind of love it. Not going to lie. Anyway, uh, that was episode one of season two of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh-huh. Uh, there's nothing else for me. I'm signing off and I will catch you on the flip side. I hate the hell mouth. I, I know <laughs> I you do. I hate it so much. I know you do. So, so much. Is that it? Okay. <sighs> That's all I got. I can't stand the hell mouth. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye.